Well, it's it's taken two years, but finally, Tramlines is back. Um, we've been talking for a while about the idea of doing podcast in the park, and we've we finally managed it. We finally achieved it. James here, Adams here as well. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, then Tramlines is a three-day uh, music festival in uh, Sheffield. Um, and for anyone that, that isn't aware, it's a government test event, which means okay, that everyone here has uh, either had both their vaccines or they've had a negative test or they've got natural immunity from having the virus in the last six months. So effectively, there's no social distancing. Um, there's no masks. It is pretty much like life as it was to an extent before all this stuff came along. Um, and it's kind of like it's it's weird seeing everyone back to normal but it's also weird how quickly it felt just natural again yeah i came yesterday afternoon straight off a flight so i've just done an i've done two airports in the last few days i thought that was quite a daunting experience but as i arrived yesterday i was a bit cautious i was a bit oh this feels a bit like thrown in the deep end but yeah, I think Saturday afternoon, the kind of the probably the bands were more set up for a younger audience. And um, today on Sunday afternoon, it feels a little bit easier. And like you say, it might be just getting used to the idea of having people around you again. But um, good weather and uh, yeah, it's been it's been good so far. I'm enjoying it. It's crazy that like I was checking the weather forecast all last week and it was saying thunderstorms Saturday and Sunday. Then it stopped saying it for Saturday and just said thunderstorms on Sunday. And we're here now, it's Sunday afternoon, and it is the most beautiful day that we've had for the whole weekend. It's like 20-odd degrees, the sun is shining, and it's really, really nice. Um, we've just been to see the Fratellis, who were a bit more of a country act than I realised. I thought they were a rock band. Um, they, uh, you could, if, if, if you're a fan of music, you'll know the Fratellis only had one song that anyone really uh, knew, but boy, did they go crazy for it. Um, so you were only here yesterday. I've been here for the full weekend. You were only here yesterday. Who did you see yesterday that you enjoyed? Um, yesterday evening, Blossoms are really good. And then I stuck around for um, Royal Blood, who I really enjoyed anyway. And I thought they were absolutely terrific. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to Supergrass tonight. I don't think you were in time yesterday to see uh, Everly Pregnant Brothers, who were the highlight of the whole weekend, as they always are. Um, a bit later on, we're going to speak to Big Sean, who is the lead singer of the Everly Pregnant Brothers. Um, we're also going to hear a couple of bits from their performance yesterday so let me get a warning in here nice and early there is some very bad language to come later on so if you are easily offended or from Leeds then you might want to stop listening now um, so I, I believe I heard someone say this and I'm hoping I'm not making this up that this is the biggest music event in Europe for 18 months which is quite something I mean, and there is like you see TV cameras all over the place like this is a this is a big deal isn't it even Barry from EastEnders was here on Friday, <laughs> apparently. So, yeah. Barry, okay. It, it, it is a big deal. And you kind of, if anyone's familiar with Hillsborough Park, um, when nothing's in it, just people and ducks, it doesn't feel like that big, but it's amazing how much you can cram into this. There's, you know, there's multiple stages. And they're, they're the same size as they are at like, the major festivals. So, yeah, it's a big deal. And it's, like, again, there's a lot, a lot of people here. And um, I can't kind of express how weird that really is. It's, um, yeah. But yeah, get used to it. And it's, I think it's a positive move. I think as long as people are sensible and do the right thing, then, you know, you, 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 you can make your own space. You know what I mean? Sort of, I think yeah. it's, it's whether people do to do that. And uh, it's that younger audience that we need to worry about more, but they're the ones that are kind of the, the big population in this festival. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> There's no social distancing in a mosh pit, is there? There really, uh, there really isn't. But I mean, what's great is that, for me, the atmosphere's been really nice. 
everyone's been like quite friendly and um, it's just been a very nice vibe like you know yesterday someone stood on my foot and we, we just we, we were falling over each other to who was going to apologise first it's just had that kind of feel to the to the whole weekend which is brilliant no real aggro I've not seen any kind of you know major problems or anything which is uh, which is spot on um, it does feel a little bit different to tramlines of, of yesteryear and I don't know whether that's maybe like just as a just appreciating it a little bit more and this is going to happen more and more I think over the next few months that as we get to do things that were so normal and that we took for granted in the past just like you know obviously when we we did our last episode in the pub you know that was like what we did every single month month after month on this podcast for ages but it felt so special because the fact that it was taken away and I'm getting that vibe over the course of the weekend here that there's a lot of people that are just do it like just really appreciating what we've got here because I mean to be fair I don't think the lineup is as strong as it has been in the past and some people have kind of commented that maybe the lineup's not that good um, but you know I, I, you kind of touched earlier on it's just like everyone here is just determined to have a good time yeah it's I mean you've got to give them credit I mean they've probably I don't know how long they've known uh, how long this was actually going on for I don't know how long like the consultation was for this to be a test event but um, I know there's like Richard Ascroft was supposed to play tonight and now that's um, been improved by uh, Supergrass playing um, but yeah, what, the, what, they've, what they've created um, with whatever limited time they've got uh, and all the check-in and procedures and everything has been really, really bang on, I think. Um, um, they've been really kind of strict on, uh, for example, for us coming through with like kind of press tickets, we've had to do daily COVID like, uh, uh, questionnaires and things to have, to have a separate band for each day. So they're really taking it seriously. And I imagine that's going to be something that is going to stay for, you know, for the foreseeable future. But yeah. I feel like I should explain that um, we are sat next to a, a, a fairground ride uh, where they are playing... I mean, there must just be one single playlist on Spotify that is, like, fairground ride because they play all the same songs and every so often, like, an air horn goes on and I'm fully expecting a bit of voice to come on going, Scream if you want to go faster! It is uh, probably the worst place that we could have picked but it is a quiet little spot just in the corner of the um, park um, did mention earlier, by the way, it, this is like normal capacity. So there are like forty thousand people here. Like, there's no, it's no reduced capacity or anything, um, anything like that. So um, yeah, finding a little quiet okay, corner to record is is not the easiest thing um, in the world. Um, I've got a couple of minor complaints, and obviously, you know, this is a beer podcast. So we've got to talk about beer. In the past, we've, I mean, we've done a tramlines episode every year when it's when it's happened, um, and normally there's always like a local beer or a local brewery involved and this year is very different the the beer lineup i've got to say is a little bit disappointing and got to cut them some slack here because i think it was like two weeks beforehand that it was decided that this was going to go ahead as a government test event so um i i i would imagine and i've, I've not i've not talked to anyone to find this out but there probably were discussions with breweries left right and center going on they've had agreements in the past with Tram, with uh, thornbridge and with abbeydale um and actually the um the, the craft beer tent this time the Tramlines Ale is by what's the name of the brewery? I think you said he said ales by Leather Bridges. I think they're like a Leicestershire brewer. Um, it doesn't actually say on the on the information on the on the um, yeah, on, on the board. But there's uh, there is is it Ash, Ashbourne as well? Ashbourne as well and Malts Malts Maltsmiths. I think Maltsmiths. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's just like a major brewery branded ale. I think. So there is like a couple of. Um, like options in cans but it's nowhere it's not nothing like it's been in the past so 
just a mild disappointment there. And as I say, I think we've totally got to cut them some slack on the basis of the fact that you know this has been turned around at quite short notice, and there will have been. You know, kind of maybe breweries that needed more notice and stuff like that. Um, the other, and this is absolutely no fault of tram lines whatsoever, is uh, the public transport situation. So 24 hours before, in fact, less than 24 hours before, tram lines, um, Stagecoach, who are the company that operate the trams in Sheffield, announced that there would be no trams running in the evenings over the course of the full weekend. So Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, um, which um, I'm slightly paraphrasing here because it's a while since I read their statement, but they said it was basically down to the number of staff that they've got off self-isolating, which I know there's loads and loads of businesses that are struggling with this at the moment. Um, you know, hopefully, if, if you're listening to, to this in the first few days after we publish it, you'll know that we are in the midst of, it's been called pandemic, which I think is an awful phrase, but that's, that's kind of how it's been labelled. Um, and similar issues with um, staffing for the trams. However... I, I can't help but feel like it's so short-sighted. So I got a taxi home last night, which cost me a small fortune. That's by the by. But just the number of people who are like staggering around at the side of the street, trying to flag down any car that they could. And you've got groups of friends who don't live in the same area, so they're all going home separately, walking home. Some of them are, you know, they're young people. Some of them are young girls. I get some of them are young lads. You know, the 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 people that are uh, potentially quite vulnerable and just in really dangerous situations and it, and it just feels like you know, if, if there was limited public transport availability limited trams availability today like get people to walk here and then put trams on through the evenings it's surely a more sensible thing it just I, I, it hasn't it just hasn't looked good I don't think seeing people staggering around uh, uh, you know daft o'clock at, at, at night into the early hours trying to find a way of getting home yeah, I mean, I, I never know what happens in these consultations with the council, but it does feel like they have some social responsibility to kind of ensure that people can get home safely. And um, you, if that means that the council pick up the tab for you know the bus companies or the, to put extra extra buses on, um, I'm sure they've got enough people they can you know they can run a skeleton staff for, for that for that kind of thing with some advance uh, warning. Um, but yeah, it's just a bit of a shame. I, lo- I mean, luckily for me, I live quite local. I can walk, but obviously, you live completely other end of the city, and it's the complete opposite. Um, but yeah, um, it is a shame, um, and it's not the first time we've had problems with the trams. And it's ironic, we're being called Tramlines Festival. Um, what can you do? I don't think they've ever actually run while yeah, Tramlines has been long. here. There was engineering works, and then there was a strike, and I'm not I'm just not sure that they've ever actually run, which is such a shame because it, it would just be it would be great for to just know that everyone can get home safely. And um, you know, I, th- I think there's probably questions to be asked there about how that whole thing was handled in such short notice that just didn't give people chance to uh, make other arrangements. That's not a, criti- a criticism of uh, tramlines in the uh, in the slightest, uh, and I d- uh, you know, totally understand that. It is unusual situations. Um, other stuff that's happening at the moment. So this weekend is uh, Shakespeare down at Kelham Island, 10th birthday. So they've had their, um, I can't remember what they call it. Is it sh- Shaky Lines or whatever? Yeah, something like sh- that. Shake Lines. Um, their birthday stuff going on, which is brilliant. And then also, um, just in the last few days, some really sad news. Um, someone that we have had on the um, podcast before, uh, James, who uh, was the uh, owner of... Ecclesall Ale Club, also the Brew Foundation, uh, who hasn't been very well for a while uh, and sadly passed away at just 38 years old um, in the last few days. So um, 
really sad news and, and, and James was a great guy and the Brew Foundation made some brilliant beers and a, and a, and a great venue that he put together there yeah, it is a real shame. I was very, very upset to kind of see that come out the other day on social media, and um, it made me think about when we were, we, we were first starting out and the Ale Club opened. Um, you know, he, he gave us an invite to come and see that before it, before it opened. And again, you've you've been in, we spoke to him. Um, just a really, really nice guy. Proud uh, of his dad when we meet his family then, and um, yeah, just a, such a shame. Um, He's got a nice legacy behind him. No, really, really good venues that you should go check out. It's also the Fullwood Ale Club as well, um, up in Fullwood. Um, really good, really, really nice little mini mini venues. Um, like I say brilliant beers, and I hope that maybe his dad can continue that brewery in some form, or whether he had any anybody else helping brew those beers because it's such a shame. But yeah, um, we're thinking of uh, his family and um, everybody who's involved with the business. Absolutely. Um, did you manage to have any good beers on your holiday? Um, not really. Uh, news. I, I, I'm not sure if I'm becoming gluten intolerant, so I'm trying out some no, non-gluten beers. Uh, so I was drinking Mahu Sin Gluten. Um, don't worry, I think I can still drink it. It's just uh, I'm just be, I'm just uh, being a bit careful. But yeah, to be honest, it was just a break. See the family for a few days. Um, kind of beer was the least of my concerns or options, basically. So uh, it's good to be back and you know get back on it and. Uh, I did, I did have a nice kind of heathen on the way down, which I you know is nice and safe for me. So, uh, uh, yeah, other than that, um, I've not managed to try the, the Tramlines Ale yet, but um, I'll probably pick one up before I go today. Um, I, was, I was in Scarborough for a week and uh, made it to the North, North Riding Bar, which was really, really good. Um, also went to York for a day last weekend uh, and had some good beers there. And speaking of York, we are heading there, aren't we, in August for uh, our... We talked about it actually last month and kind of teased the idea of doing it. And somehow, this never happens, the stars have aligned and we've all managed to get the same day free. So it's a Friday, I think, that we're going to York on our first away day this obviously is uh, restrictions allowing um but all is looking good so we'll be heading to york to have some um have some beers have a few chats in a few places um and uh and yeah hopefully have a really good day in york i'm looking forward to that yeah i can't wait it's only a couple of weeks i think it's next week or week after yeah um yeah it felt like the last hopcast episode was uh, virtually 90 percent about york and york breweries and um we went a couple of years ago for Laura's birthday and a really good time, but um, we've we managed to get Sean to uh, join us this time. So, um, yeah, I think there might be some new places that we've not been to yet. I think there's Turning Point have a place out there now that we've I've not visited yet. Um, be looking forward to go back to uh, Brew York and um, Trembling Madness. Um, so, yeah, it should be a good day, um, all things permitting. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. I'll be on a mission to try and get Sean a little bit drunk because he's funny when he's drunk, Sean, and it happens about once every two years. But it's great. I do. Uh, I do love it. Uh, right, that's going to wrap it up from us. So um, in a moment, we're going to have uh, a chat, or I'm going to have a chat with uh, Big Sean. I caught with him yesterday after the Everly Pregnant Brothers performance. But first of all, let's get a little taster of that performance from the Everly Pregnant Brothers on the big stage yesterday afternoon. Again. Um, I'm 
I'm not going to rattle on. Let's crack on, let's do a song. You know this one, and you all know what to do. this last 16 months. Put your hands together for him. And I'll tell you something. He wants a lot more than fucking 3%. Hello, I'm Big Sean and I'm the lead singer with the Everly Pregnant Brothers. Sean, so we're at Tramlines. You've been on stage. Uh, first time in God knows how long. How did it feel? Amazing. Um, I'm not going to lie, it's been a really weird day. I got a bit freaked out this morning. 
Um, just nervous about everything, about you know being around so many people again. But the minute I got on stage, just felt like it felt like coming home. Um, and to see this amazing Sheffield crowd all going mad and singing alt songs and singing along and singing the words and just just lovely. Um, it's been hard. It's been. I, I think if you ask any performer what it's been like this last 16 months it's been terrible because you've not been able to do it and, and this is what we love doing for me especially it, this is what keeps me keeps me afloat and uh, so to get back to it after all this time has, has just been fantastic I really really appreciate it today and so chuffed again to be on, on Sarah Nolte stage you know on big stage um, you can't get much better than that and uh, yeah so wonderful wonderful there, there were kind of points in your performance that were um little bit emotional like there's a lot to reflect on uh that's happened recently but i mean how great is it just to see people just having fun again do you know what we've just been talking to this i've been talking with john mcclaw backstage and um we've just been saying all these young all these youngsters that are out today this is this has been horrific because to be 18 years old when when this is your time this is your time to be out doing this and and having fun and being with your mates and, and doing all the all this daft stuff. And to have a, a year and a half of your life taken away from you for this bloody pandemic, it, it's, it's been horrific. And I'm so chuffed to see them all now. All young'uns, back out, doing what they do, loving it. You know, some, some young ladies need to get a cardigan on because they're going to catch the death. But honestly, no, in, in all seriousness, I'm so pleased that that they're able to do it again and that we're able to, to come and, and be a part of it all, you know? And what about... I mean, you're quite, uh, you're quite open on your social media about um, yourself and, and obviously, you know, you have ups and downs in the way that everyone does. Yeah. What, what's your lockdown experience been like? Uh, well, it was pretty horrific. I mean, we lost my mum just before lockdown. So I was already in a bad place and then, and then right through lockdown, it's just been... It's just, just been worse and worse, you know... Uh, I ended up having to take some time away from work. I've, I've, I've changed jobs. Um, it's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been lonely. It's been a really lonely experience. And although you could see people on Zoom and stuff like that, and although you could keep in touch, you know when you, when you're stuck at home in your little work office, day in and day out, it just becomes like a prison. And um, and it has. There are there are days when when I've just not wanted to get out of bed, but you kind of you make yourself do it. But um, I'm always open because I think it's really important that we talk about mental health and and, and, and how we're feeling. Because if we don't, that, there's too many people who are losing, so many people that are, that are going past that point of no return. And and, and talking and, and and being together that that saves people. It's really important that, and it's really important to to not hide it and to be open and to say you know what I'm struggling and so and it's, it's, you know you're not you're no less of a person if you ask for help in fact the strongest people are the ones that realise they need help and ask for it you know and, and I, I can't I can't pass can't press that message enough that you really need to be talking about what's hurting you uh, and eventually you can get through it well said well said very wise words Um What's next then for Everly Pregnant Brothers? Well, we've got a gig on August the 13th at Home for Picture Drum. And then the City Hall, Sheffield City Hall, on the 17th of September. 
tickets on sale. Um, so that's the next two big things. And also I've got Wentworth Festival with the other band, Tiny Barbara Surf Club, uh, featuring our own Mr. Foster. And um, and then it's then it's the rundown now. A few gigs in between now and Christmas, and then hopefully, fingers crossed, two nights at the O2 again. Sounds awesome. Uh, and obviously, I mean, we're a beer podcast. I, I can't uh, let you go without asking for your, let's say, three favourite pubs in Sheffield. Uh, Brothers Arms. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, Washington and uh, Fat Cat. Obviously. Three, three crackers. Three, it's strange. Three. It's, it's strange. I mean, it's brilliant seeing you on the main stage, but it's weird you're not playing at the Fat Cat. Yeah. Well, it's difficult for Fat Cat now because um, there's loads of new builds and they've been really curtailed in what they can do. So hopefully we'll play there again at some point. I'll certainly try and get back down for to do some DJing or whatever I can because I'll, I'll, you know, Duncan and everybody at Fat Cat are wonderful, lovely people. Uh, you know, and they've they've really they've had an hard time through COVID, but they they've come back and and they're thriving. So, but you know, everybody that's been in you know pubs and entertainment, and we've all struggled. But fingers crossed now. You know, the more people are getting vaccinated, and and you know, we should be able to get through this and and, and get back to some kind of normality. Well, Sean, thanks ever so much for your time. Uh, the show was absolutely brilliant. It's lovely to see you. There's like a queue of people waiting to have photos taken with you. you because you're like a she- Sheffield legend. Yeah, you should have seen it earlier. I mean, we came on stage at two o'clock. I came straight down to stand outside and literally I were 45 minutes having photos took. But I, do, I love it. I love it. I love the fact that people want to have the photo took. It, it, you know, it makes me feel good about myself. And, it, you know, it's... It, I love to share what I do with all, not just people in Sheffield, but all South Yorkshire and and as far as as far as reach as we can get. Because you know, I know we're a bit sweary and I know we're a bit you know a bit cheeky, but we do it because we we want to make people smile, we want to make people laugh, and that's the that's the reason that we do it all. So we'll keep on doing it while ever people want to see us. Well, there was lots of laughing, there was lots of smiling today, so I think I think job done. Sean, thank you for your time, it's been great chat to you. Thank you ever so much. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is a pride. Not this year. Should have been this weekend. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. 
living it. We're living it. Sorry, it's not going to work. So fuck Boris, 